Before we kick this show off, let's hear a word from our sponsors. Under Pressure Outdoors is brought to you in part by Hasmore Outdoor Products. Hasmore Outdoor Products manufactures quality replacement seats for a multitude of climber brands as well as a host of other products built with the hunter in mind. Take it from us. Your butt will thank you and you'll be able to spend more hours in your stand. Hop over to their website by clicking on the link in the podcast description and order the tree stand trick out kit for your stand today and you'll have everything you need to hunt longer and harder. Make sure you use code UPO15 at checkout to get 15% off your next order. I'm your host, Will Krebs, and this is the Under Pressure Outdoors Podcast. Hunter, what have you guys been up to? Did nothing. Just working. Nothing. Studying. So do you guys do you guys see this new bill introduced by the congressman in in uh, Georgia? I to, have not. Seen to, it, no. So there's a Georgia congressman introduced a bill um, to remove firearms and ammunition from the Pittman Robertson tax. Why? Because he says that a fundamental right shouldn't be subject to an excise tax. I mean. Kind of makes sense. I a hundred percent agree with him, except this was a tax that sportsmen, fishermen, and the manufacturers willingly obligated themselves to. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, I suppose you might say, well, people today feel a little differently. Eh, whatever, man. I mean, people feel differently about a whole bunch of stuff. On the other hand, you go right back to the founding document of the Constitution. It doesn't. We have a process to amend that that also, without getting into a whole bunch of weeds, seems to have a lot of people forgotten about. So in this case, it's legislation, and he has the right to submit that legislation. But I hope it's DOA, man. I hope it never gets out of committee. So I don't think it will. That being said, if you're living in our great state of Florida, and your congressman is either John Rutherford, Greg Stu, Brian Master, Matt Gates, you need to let them know because they are co-signers on the bill. And uh, this is a bad idea. And even if not, even if that isn't one of your congressmen, still write your congressman an email and uh, get them to say no, man, because they they want to replace this funding, the Pittman-Robertson funding, they're going to do it with oil and gas funds. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not replaced. And it says some of it, not all of it. So bad news all around. We don't need that shit happening. I, I was looking through the language, and it looks like – it looks like there's some eight hundred thousand dollar apportionment, or maybe it was eight million. I, forgive me, I, I should have paid better attention to how many commas are in there. But what I I have no idea is is that like the um, oh my goodness, what was the other public land revenue that was supposedly tied to gas and oil that for decades they just raided it, oh. and it took an act of you know not literally an act of Congress a couple of years ago to change that. Um, and then I also have no idea if the amount of the apportionment can be amended, probably within their act of the legislature, so certainly. And I don't know if, uh, and then lastly, 
that supposed apportion, apportionment is it even close to replacing what would be lost? Right? I mean, because as, as we all know, or probably if you're listening to this podcast, if somehow they unwind the funding of Pittman, Robertson, and Dingle Johnson, you're just you're killing conservation. Well, you're killing the budget anyway. So I will uh, put down in the podcast description for you guys a link to find your congressman or woman, and then uh, put that down there. Put a link to the bill so you can read it for yourself. And uh, appreciate if you guys would write that email. Let's get this thing shot down before it ever gets By some way, kind of traction. If you're wondering, uh, Mike Elf was kind enough to send me a letter that was um, it was sent to Ron Wyden, who's the Senate committee, uh, who sits on the Senate Committee of Finance, and it was also sent to Mike Croppo, who is the Senate Committee on Finance. He's the ranking member. He's the right. head honcho. And just to, we don't have enough podcast to run through all of the organizations that are on board with opposing this, but it includes the Archer Trade Association, Backcountry Hunters and Anglers, uh, Bear Trust International, Boone and Crockett, uh, Catch a Dream Foundation, Congressional Sportsman's Foundation, Dallas Safari Club, Delta Waterfowl, Ducks Unlimited, Houston Safari Club, Isaac Walton League, Mule Deer Foundation. I'm only in the M's and I'm skipping over an awful lot. There's got to be 60 or 70 Quail Forever, Safari Club International, Sportsman's Alliance, which goes on and on and on. Uh, Theodore Roosevelt Conservation Partnership. So when you get that many groups all saying this is bad juju, you can take it to the bank. It's probably bad juju. Yeah, if you ask any, I'd say if you are a hunter or a fisherman, and this is also goes back to some stuff, they're taking stuff at the Dingle Johnson too. Um, in that same bill, if you're a hunter, a hunter or a fisherman or an outdoorsman of any kind, and you have ever said that hunting slash fishing slash however you enjoy it is conservation, then you need to be writing this letter because that is the only foothold we have in a lot of states that don't have uh, hunting as a right, right, <clears throat> as an amendment to the state constitution. So. That's all, that's all you got. You got the the money the hunters bring is all we have. And when you start taking our money, it's easy to take away the hunting rights. You can, if you haven't already, you can also find this on, uh, I'll post a copy of that letter to Under Pressure Outdoors. Okay. And Under Pressure Outdoors Nation. Got it on the website. We'll get it URL. up. Well, so for those of you that don't know, we are here to roast under pressure outdoors i've gathered this group of individuals just to make fun of where we are versus where we are now now we've already recorded this once and it got lost to the ether so we're going for the upo roast round two the original would have been the original would have been good i think we're gonna get one out of this we've got some uh, that's why i brought in we made sure you know so this week i've got myself your host will krebs i got jay what's happening I got Jim. Yep. I got Hunter. Present. I got Briar. How's it going? And I got Tyke. What's up? So, Jordan was here last week. He's not here now. And my dad was here last time I recorded this, and he's not here now. Oh, man. Is this the one that got lost? This is the one that got lost, yeah. yeah. So, I needed fresh blood in here, so people who had never heard the sound bites before. So, we've split the room 50-50 in people that have heard of them and people that haven't. No, 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 no. 
Jim wow. ain't heard him. Hey. I said 50-50. Y'all fell three. me. Oh, yeah, three. three. Y'all fell me to the wolves. Look at that. We can already yeah, start right no, now. Okay. Briar can't hey, me math too. for shit. <laughs> me no. too. I'm, I'm, I'm look, like, like looking at the room, and I'm, I'm like, here. there's only five of them. Yeah, I was like, I don't know where he got 50-50 <laughs> out of that, but that's that Lake County map. I forgot to put Tyco over on the computer. Oh, man. Well, there goes. Just kick it off like that, huh? Uh, get it started early. Now, we do make fun of each other and all good fun. Uh, Briar's used to it by now. We've been picking on him since... Uh, how long have I known you, Briar? Since we're about 13. Ninth grade. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's been a while. Yeah. Almost... Still here. So almost almost 20 bad. years. <laughs> almost 20 years. <laughs> Damn, y'all are old. I, should, I, was, I was doing the Lake County math on that, and I'm like, <laughs> let me see, man. Ninth grade, I was like the 80. 84 or something for yeah, me. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah y'all, are, y'all are kids. You think 20 years ago, you still think in the 70s and 80s? Listen, I'm supposed to be watching Jeopardy right now in bed. <laughs> hell, so. I'm 25 and that's how I feel. <laughs> 20 years ago, it was 1980-something? No, it was 2000. I'm talking about yeah. watching Jeopardy and being in bed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Tyke was kind enough to go through and... Uh, Take episode one and cut it into uh, sound bites for us to add to the soundboard and play for you guys. So we're going to go ahead and play some of those and see where we go from there. All right. You guys ready? I reckon. Nope. But you're going to have to be. Yeah. On a 200 yard range. Oh, that sounds pretty nice. And, uh, We were sitting there shooting, and to start off, the kids that this old man had with him were shooting a mud puddle 15 yards in front of the firing line. So, Tyke, what was your context behind that one again? That was, you can tell every time Will wants to... Spit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I pause and he was drowning, he was drowning. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get it out of there. Had a mouthful of tuna bucket. Do you still hear that now? Do I still do I still make that? Because I'm still sitting here, you know, with well, a fat lip in. Well, I heard Briar do it just a second ago. Well, yeah, but now <laughs> there you. Go. Oh wait, there it is. He's packing. I know that, <laughs> but he's talking about it. And that I'm pausing to spit or drink a beer. I think you're or drink one or the other. Because I don't know. We were like. I don't know. We went through what a twelve pack doing that podcast. Oh, probably. Oh, that's it. <laughs> that's probably all we had. <laughs> Could afford. Come on now. But man, now you're making me self conscious. Whether I still do that or not. Definitely not. Like I said, you just edit it out now. Like I said, I don't, but I don't. <laughs> yeah, you listen to it, you fix it. But I, I've always told you, Will, the whole time I've ever known you is you have a face for radio. oh what do you think jim i don't know man i didn't think uh i listened to the podcast again today it's been years you listened to episode one for like maybe the first or second time today um it would have been the second time i listened to it because i listened to it i listened to it years ago now it's a two Two or three years ago, when you called to initiate contact with BHA, 
And I was like, I'll give these guys a listen. And I found it pretty good, man. For the most part, I mean, there was a few things in there like, I don't know, maybe at one point oh, we'll, you we'll scramble get, a few things. We'll, but get, we'll get into we'll get that in there. Minute. Yeah, I was yeah. listening. I'm like, man, <laughs> I don't really have some trouble roasting this thing because, you know, for a first-time effort, it wasn't all that bad, but I'm sure we'll find something to laugh at. Uh, well, the thing is to laugh at oh, where we, got, we were versus where we are now, which... Uh, we got I mean, plenty to laugh at, Jim. Just better editing now. Has the editing gotten better? A little, little better audio. The uh, editing's gotten better. Not so much as the editing got better as the editing started to exist. There yeah, there's go. that too. Because I didn't edit anything back then. I did like the crickets in the background, though. It was it soothing. Was, it I've was. been saying that for a long time. I like it. <laughs> it's like... Now it's all quiet in here. Oh, it's crickets. Yeah. Now it's crickets. Y'all want to go sit outside right now and go record a podcast? <laughs> you want to move this whole thing outside? I didn't think so. Yeah. <laughs> With the mosquitoes and the heat. Not that it's much cooler in here, but we got a ceiling fan and no mosquitoes. Yeah. That's right. And you'd be able to hear that fire truck going by right now. I hear it. I know, but you won't hear it later. My when, dog uh, my dog be losing <laughs> his mind right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see what we got for the second one on here. Oh, man. Yeah. No, well, it didn't say so you talk about Florida, but it climate change like is funny. Florida somewhere. Funny thing with climate change, you you talk about the brush fire, climate change, climate change, and then what they what happened? They caught twenty five people setting fires. Oh yeah, they blamed they blamed all them fires in Australia, and they did they arrested twenty five people for arson in Australia for those them fires. Mm-hmm. How about a few moments later. I left that one out. Cal's Weekend Review is great. Gotta have Cal's Weekend Review. Cal's, that's, that's every Monday morning on the way to work. I love it because I can fit it Cal's in Weekend in my review. 20 minute drive. Cal's Weekend Review. It's Cal's Cal's Weekend sometimes review. I wish it was longer because my drive's a little longer, 20 minutes. Are y'all sitting on the tailgate of the truck or something with a cell phone? In the backyard with a cell phone. Uh, <laughs> but you can hear Will scratching his hey. nuts. And, you know. <laughs> Oh wait, Jim! It gets better. Don't worry. Hey, the jo- the jokes on y'all though on that one because the guy that all the people that were set in the fires, that's literally their name was Forest Fire. Was it? No. Oh. <laughs> and I'm out. <laughs> all right, I'll edit that out later. Uh. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Again, going back to your fence too, man. I, when I was when I'm hearing that now through the headphones, I can hear all that bam, bam. You know, whatever you were banging around into. Um, but when you're listening through, you know, a tinny iPhone 7, yeah, most of that stuff didn't come through. <laughs> hey, well, the Not tiny speakers. Bad. Put some headphones in. Yeah. You hear it in dang headphones. Oh, yeah. Like I said, I, I hear you scratch. Are you digging away in there, man? <laughs> <laughs> Doing the pension I, roll. <laughs> if, I, if, I, if I remember correctly, though, that, that clip was more based around the fact that me and Briar kept talking over each other so much. Yeah. In that one short or two short segments, really, there. But now we've come to where we just look like look like a bunch of first graders in a class sitting here because hands go up <laughs> to let whoever knows who's talking. Hey, I got the. I'm, I'm gonna say something next <laughs> to try to keep from talking over each other. I told these guys I was gonna get get a big foam finger and set it in the middle of the table. <laughs> you got to fight over it with the handle and stick it up in the air. Whoever's next. <laughs> you put foam fingers in here. It could take about maybe thirty minutes till we started beating each other with them. No, I don't know. <laughs> Shut up. I'm getting one of them cheese head things. <laughs> That's what I'm getting. Pugil sticks. Oh, Wait, God. Cross table. Yeah, you think we bump mics now. 
Just wait, wait till you put a bunch of fucking... <laughs> Easy. I, I didn't like that comment. The bump mics thing that kind of made me feel weird. Hey, what happens in the studio stays in the studio. and We can edit it all out later. You are an editing wizard. I watched you edit a whole show in the front seat of the truck one time. I did. I so we recorded a we recorded a podcast up at Piney Woods Hunt Lodge. And uh, there you go. There again. you go. Right there. <laughs> yeah, but oh, that, one was, that one was way quicker. That was way quicker. <laughs> All right, now you make it a real self-conscious. <laughs> anyway, I was up at uh, Piney Woods Hunt Lodge. Uh, I guess it was July of last year. You fall Alabama. You fall Alabama. <laughs> and we uh, recorded an episode up there. And when we were coming back, I was telling Jay, I was like, man, I got to hit this this episode. He was like, well, just do it in front seat of the truck. And I was like, wait, well, does your little plug work? So I plugged my laptop in, and then I Bluetoothed my laptop to his truck stereo and sat there in the passenger seat of his pickup truck editing a podcast playing over the truck stereo. <laughs> and then we stopped in Dawsonville, Georgia to get gas and have breakfast on the tailgate. Uh, fried, <laughs> fried backstrap and ketchup yeah, I had yeah. stolen. <laughs> sounds like the American dream. It was awesome. It was amazing. The <laughs> food up there, good. the food up there is top notch. If you don't kill a deer, you're gonna get fed. Well, I guarantee that. I don't know what happens. I, I was like, man, there's a whole bunch of fried deer left. I'm getting, a, I'm getting a sack. I loaded a sack up, and put my cooler. Boy, Zach was the doggy bag. <laughs> Zach was cooking like there was like 15 of us, and there wasn't but what six of us there. Well, I mean, Keith and Zach both are big old boys. They, you know. <laughs> Yeah. Zach, get over there. Keith over there cooking the main dish, and Zach's over there making some delicacy of a dessert somewhere. Yeah, he's good at that. He is very good at that. But, man, but yeah, you're right. Coming back, I've edited it in the front seat of a pickup truck. Uh, I've stood and edited on the toolbox of my pickup truck because I didn't want to sit inside. Most time, I just sit here in the studio and edit on the computer. But. It so. was impressive. It was impressive. Don't be so quiet, Tyke. You can make fun of us too. Yeah. Yeah. My other part about that one clip was uh, Briar's recap after you tell the story about it ended up being some guy in Australia. He's <laughs> like, "Yeah, I got a cool story about that." <laughs> some guy in Australia said him. <laughs> we got that the first time around. So funny thing about this, when Tyke started editing these. He was afraid that he was just going to pick on things that Briar said because he's listening to it the first time. So when Tyke was editing these clips out, he was afraid that he was going to just kind of make fun of Briar for everything. And then he switched it to what, like one and a half time speed, something like that, Tyke? Most of it was listened to at one and a half time speed. And on, da- on a- Audacity, when you listen at one and a half time, everything's one and a half, even voices. So you. I couldn't tell a difference between Briar or Will when you guys would talk. It all sounded the same. We were all chipmunked out. <laughs> so that's how I listened to it. And But going through, like, what is it, 58 minutes or something? Something like that. Listening to, yeah, listening to it and listening for all, for all kinds of stuff while I was doing that. It was taking a long time. So I got tired of listening to it at one time speed anyway. But, Damn, that's kind of cold blooded. Yeah. Got tired of listening to pod, <laughs> quick and dirty. I listened to that podcast like seven times. Oh yeah, we get a little old after that. <laughs> yeah, by the last one, I was like, "All right, let's make this go faster." Because I'm just looking for specific clips. 
that I thought were funny or kind of out there. And so, yeah, I just sped it way up and for probably the last four times I listened to it. So now, I you mean, did. it wasn't, it wasn't bad, but, uh, yeah, by a seventh time. <laughs> <laughs> Felt like you were being waterboarded. <laughs> Use episode one as a torture technique. <laughs> Somebody tell the CIA we can make some money off of this. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, so now you've got a little bit mix of the both of us saying stupid shit. Yeah. So it's it turned I mean, out I pretty still well. Do it, so it ain't that hard. So if you got yeah. if you guys have tuned in before, you've already heard some of the stupid shit. <laughs> <laughs> Example A is Briar's Lake County math, not oh, twenty minutes ago. <laughs> that's awesome. You know, fifty percent of five. Is what? Uh, 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 oh wait, we Two have and a six. Half. That's yeah. three. <laughs> oh, there was one in there where you talked about being able to buy one pound ingots of bismuth, and Briar says, "How many shells will that make?" And you said, "Oh, just piles." And I was like, "How, how about sixteen one ounce shells?" <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I meant hey, to say. That's what, we, we got Jim here for the math. If, if it comes down to it, yeah. Yeah. He'll, he'll correct us. We're good. That, <clears throat> That's uh, actually, for me and Will, that's Orange County math. At that time, yeah. <laughs> I'm an Orange, Orange County guy, too. Maybe that's the Ditto. problem. Ditto. <laughs> oh, man. Orange County math. I'm still on the Lake County math, boys. <laughs> and I, had, I had one year at Oak Ridge, man, so I'm really handicapped. All right, let's roll into the next one. I know grown men that are terrified to death a little spider. I mean, grown freaking. My dad is one of them. A few moments later. The algae blooms and everything else. Okay, well. You know. Algae, I understand. But you can't blame them for the spraying either. Killing hydro is a different. All right, now I know exactly what this one's about. Was I ever taking a leak or something? Because it sounded like I was 10 miles away. And then part of it sounded like you was 10 miles away. That's what that's about. <laughs> yelling from across the yard. <laughs> Speaking of yelling, I know one's coming and it's just killer. <laughs> I know yeah, yeah, I know you know. <laughs> Dang, man. <laughs> I, th- I can't tell you how many times I, the, my, I think the most common phrase edited out of this podcast is, hey, pull that mic a little closer to your face. <laughs> Now you have a guest in here, and they sit back here, and they want to talk. They want to sit back here and talk to the mic like this. I'm like, no, pull yeah, that see, mic just like that. To your face, just like that. Yeah, <laughs> yep. <laughs> it happens. I mean, not everybody's used to it. You got to get right up on this thing like you really like it. Well, you know, another part in that in that section of the podcast I listened to today is t- Briar talking about being scared of snakes. Terrified. I don't know if we're gonna get that because I'm watching this dude whenever we're out duck hunting, just jumping in, not even thinking about it, into some of the thickest, nastiest area where like if there's snakes or gators that's where they're gonna be he goes tromping through there without even thinking twice about it oh believe me jim he's thinking about it yeah well, you, you know what you know there. why i'm in there jim because i'm not thinking about it yeah <laughs> i don't know man we're not you and i got stuck i ended up getting in well over the waiters that day yeah yeah man uh i just want you to know that waiters may hold water out but they also hold pee in so yeah. briar says his waiters are leaking <laughs> Actually, fortunately, I didn't know if I had waders that day, I'd still be out there. I was just in regular boots and had to jump and push, oh, push the boat you. off. Yeah, to drown yourself. In oh, a pair now of waders full of water. 
Let me I tell thought you. you fell in and then ended up pushing the boat out. No, no, I jumped in. Uh, I jumped in because we were just not getting out if somebody didn't do something. So mm-hmm. let me yeah. let me tell you a funny story about uh, Briar and not having waiters. All oh. right. So we were up there where this was been yeah, told we on the podcast. Dog, uh, I heard I'm gonna tell, I'm gonna tell so it again. Funny. I'm gonna tell it again. We're up there at our, our place we used to have in Georgia where we duck hunted in the last season. And uh, this was like what, Thanksgiving? Mm-hmm. Pretty sure it was Thanksgiving. And me and Jordan had waiters. Well, Briar had come over at last minute. He was at, that's back when you and I had a lease in Southeast Georgia. Yeah. And my dad had the lease in, in South, like middle Georgia. And uh, you would come over to hunt with us because I was over there with him. We were duck hunting. Well, Briar had like. Muck boots. Yeah. Shin high boots. Mm-hmm. And that was okay-ish. Ish. Until we started wandering. And then you got a little bit over your boots. And then we're going, he steps in a hole. And it come up, well. Right up to right the boys. up to the boys. <laughs> <laughs> and that water is cold. Cold. And Briar's back there going, help me, help me, help me, help me, help me, help me, help me. <laughs> Couldn't get out. Foot was stuck. That's the worst, though, man. When you're duck hunting and you're walking around in a swamp. Right? Because let's face it. It's a little eerie, especially if on the way out, you did spook a gator in the dark. And now you're wandering around and all of a sudden you step into one of those just holes. It just, it, everything's kind of firm. It's mucky. But then all of a sudden you just go. Because <laughs> you're stuck. You, you're trying to pull push down with one foot to get the other foot out. But then the other foot's starting to get stuck. And all you're thinking is, any minute now I'm going to feel the teeth. Now I'm going to give you guys. <laughs> you know, Look. If you are, if you've ever been in that situation, I have the remedy. This is this is a tip before the tip of the week. So that's your warning. Those of you around the table, tight, not around the table. <laughs> Daggum trekking okay. holes. Yeah. I use. They made fun of me for getting trekking poles. Still make for fun walking. Of me. I don't care. I'm not the one falling when I'm walking in waders, because I got a place to, and I, I step in holes and I can get myself out. I don't fall over and face plant. Put my shotgun on my back and I walk on my trekking poles. Knock on wood very quietly. I hadn't fell yet without them. I can tell I have you, fell before, but it's been a while. The first time I used them, y'all were making fun of me. My dad was out there making fun of us too. Yeah. And I was walking. I said, hey, watch out. There's a hole right there. Don't step right there. There's a hole. If you step in it, you're going to go over your waders. Not, this is his like maybe one of his very first times in waders. First time yeah. in a long time in waders. Not even three minutes later, I hear scalooosh and turn around. He's standing up, trying to stand up out of the water. Like, yeah, I told you there's a hole right there. That's why I walked around it. Soaked himself. The, the funny one was that, uh, I'm not going to name the place where you fell in that hole that was just big enough for your boot to fit into. Oh, my God. That went to China. Dude, I swear. This, this hole, it had to be a trench that was just big enough for my size 12 boot to fit in. Because I stepped and I went over my head. One step to either side of where I was, I could stand up. But to the left and right of there, nothing. That That's spooky, I had I had walked that track probably five times back and forth on the other side of the boat. One time I made the wrong step. It's like a cartoon. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was. That's some Tom and Jerry. Just, just the hat on top of the water. <laughs> there he goes. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know, man. I've been, I've not been over in chest waders, but I've gone over in hip waders, and that's just, that's just, even when you get the, you never get the water out. I mean, you're walking around in a swimming pool the rest of the day. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. terrible, cold. It warms up, and then it's that 
Then it feels like you're in your own urine. Oh, well, yeah. we, we went duck hunting. Jordan, into last year, he knew he had a leak in his waders. So he had 55-gallon trash bags duct taped each leg. Trooper. Yeah. Before he <laughs> got inside his trooper. waders. Mm-hmm. Wow. And it, it was, was dry. And it was cold. I'm talking, what was cold. it? It was 19 degrees. It was under 20 yeah. degrees. Yeah. And and we we walked around and all that after that. And it wasn't until, I think, like 2 o'clock where it got above 30. When we filmed the TikTok of Briar swinging on the tire swing to Miley Cyrus's wrecking ball. If you look closely, that's why his that nipples was good. Were, that's why his nipples were hard every yeah. day. <laughs> it was like it was <laughs> like twenty nine degrees. Like, <laughs> no shirt on and under the waders. And it was it was, it was like cold. yeah, it was like twenty nine degrees. Briar yeah. was standing there, Jack. He's like, Y'all ready? Like, yeah, we're ready. All right. He gets jumps up, we film it, he gets right off, puts his jacket right back on. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Disturbing. <laughs> it was. It actually was disturbing when I saw it. I'm like, oh, that's Briar. And he has no shirt on. How many, we, we and that's Miley Cyrus. Mullet flowing. <laughs> just getting right. It was like, it was oddly tingling to me. We, <laughs> We'd done like, what, a beer bong a piece at that point? Oh, that was the first thing in the morning. We hadn't even started drinking no, yet. Was that that no, little, we oh, were, no, we hadn't started drinking no, yet before we did that. No, we, we were still drinking. drunk the night before. <laughs> 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 we done made it through the morning hunt. Hell, it was 10 a.m. We were still looking for a breath of air. Yeah, because we had to go find a beer can out of the recycling bin yeah. to give to you to hold on that on yep. that swing. That's mm-hmm. right. I remember. Yeah. Yeah. Then we started hitting that little beer kong. makeshift beer kong thing. Oh, yeah. Lord. I done broke that thing. We broke it. Broke, broke it there. It. Yeah. yeah. I had, we, we'd probably put about 12 or 15 through her, and that's all she could take. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Still cracker must get one every week. Bro. Still cracker <laughs> stays hydrated. Put that, on, <laughs> put that on a cracker, dude. All right. Y'all ready for another one? Yeah. Yeah. Well... This is the tough part about that. <laughs> is that where that dog go? <laughs> where that oh. <laughs> Tough part about that is, is that uh, FWC gets hit with the blame. Where that dog go, dude? I find myself saying that all the damn time. I said that's the tough part about that. Where the hell that dog go? That dog go. Listen, Jordan's dog is a Boykin spaniel, right? She's just dark brown, so it gets dark, and she is a wandering hound. All right, she will come back, all right, but she will wander way off. And she was out there with us that night. We're recording that. And she was laying next to me. I look over. She's gone. Lord knows where she's gone to. So there goes. Where'd that dog go? Bell. And then when you, a lot of times when you say that now, like it'll be daytime. She'll lay in a dang shadow. We're out here. Memorial Day. Memorial Day. Sitting in the pool. Every 20 minutes. Where'd that dog go? She's laid in a dang, laid in a dang shadow (laughs) next to the house. Yeah. Right there next to us. Can't even see her. Jordan, where's the dog? Yeah. (laughs) I tell you what, that, that dog, when we were in that swamp over there squirrel hunting and that jerk was running palmettas. I'm I'm a fairly tough fella. That jerker scared me about fifty times. I thought it was a hog trying to get me. You know, that jerker come bolting by you. That was that. That was Charles Bronson. Mm. That's why I told Jordan. I was like, "You got to get her an orange vest." 
if you're gonna let her do this crap because she will come just ch- hard charging you through the exactly. woods, man. And I said, if you ain't, if you got somebody who just doesn't have just the right amount of trigger discipline, your dog's gonna get shot and some stuff like that because she just, I mean, it's quiet. And I'll sit here comes the dog. I'm just right out. She has, she loves everybody. So it don't matter who you are. She's, oh, there's somebody over here. Rocket through the daggum thick palmettos. Yeah, Good she, Lord. Jagger was oh, out of control. It's like, damn, I was like, that damn dog. Yeah. She's out there searching, hunting. Yeah, she was hunting hard, man. <laughs> no doubt. Being a dog. She'll find a squirrel, though, when you shoot it. You send her in there, she'll go get it and bring it she back. She found that one um, when I went on a small game hunt with you guys. Yeah. In, um, Seminole in Forest. Yeah, or no, yeah, hmm. Seminole Forest. That one, um, who shot it? Was it Jordan? Maybe. I don't remember. That's when we shot it. That dog, I had I had a firing squad in front of me. I was in the in the rear, you know, bringing in the caboose with the camera in the back, and I, I saw three quarters of a box of shells get shot at one dove, and that <laughs> some bitch is still flying. <laughs> I'm in the back going, man, I really should have brought my gun with me instead of this camera because this is looking a little rough. I was gonna say I didn't I didn't see her retrieve a squirrel because we didn't shoot none. No, not that day <laughs> we didn't. Ty, no, no, Ty, Ty shot one, yeah, but he was way but ahead. But he us. left us because he's like I'm not squirrel hunting with these fools. <laughs> me and me and Will argued over the wet wipes for two hours the whole time we shot it. <laughs> Everybody, <laughs> oh my god, I got a problem, Will. <laughs> me too. You got any wet wipes here? I got some. We're fixing to have Come to on. share. We're fixing to have to go hold hands. <laughs> you get on one side of the tree, I'll get on the other. <laughs> That's where that uh, hornet's nest came from, was Seminole. Yeah, that I remember month. that yeah. debacle. That's when I was leaving. I was on my way out at that point. Old <laughs> Sidney Curtis climbed 20 feet up a tree for us to eventually shoot hey. that thing down with a 20-gauge when he got yeah. down. He's got to be like half squirrel or oh, half no kid or something. He, oh, he, he spends climbed, his life hanging off skyscrapers. Dude, he, oh, yeah, he, he climbed he, that tree, and I that tree had to have been, I don't even know how many feet around. So Sidney puts glass in skyscrapers. Okay, yeah, well, he's just a badass. That's person. where he gets that shit from, climbing up in them trees. I'm like, boy, he's like, you want me to climb up here and get it? And I'm like, um, do, do you think you can? You're looking at it like <laughs> me. I'm like, man, that's 14 foot off the ground. I'm kind of heavy. When I hit the ground, that's a lot of mass. Hey, 14 foot ain't that high. <laughs> it's high for me. I'm good. Nah. Sydney's over there looking at a, at a, a dang tree limb about as big around, a little bit bigger than a beer can going, I could fit on that. Yeah. No <laughs> like, problem. well, I'll snap that nah. sucker in half so fast. Won't make it halfway out on on it. <laughs> well, Sydney ain't but half about a big round of beer can anyway. Yeah, and the four of us added together about a half ton. So. Yeah. <laughs> that's a uh, that's a little generous. Yeah, that, that, <laughs> you think we you think we stepped over the half ton mark? That's being that's being nice. I think that's being nice. Yeah. <laughs> about about twelve fifty. Oh man. <laughs> I don't know about that now. All right, this is not my six hundred pound life. Well, in that case, there'd only be two of us. <laughs> yeah, it goes that Lake County math again. <laughs> All right, on to the next one. Well, this is the tough part about that is that. Where'd that dog go? Oh, it's the same one. Bam! Y'all chilling, Joe Biden. <laughs> the tough part about that is, is that uh, FWC gets hit with this play out. That. 
No, hey, I'm starting to realize you ain't spitting, you ain't drinking, you ain't nothing. You are thinking. <laughs> <laughs> I could tell it. I could hear. I could almost hear it running. You could, You're like, hold on a second. You can hear. You can uh, smell the clutch slipping in yeah, there. Yeah, hold on. It's like, <laughs> it's like you know. It's like you know when when you're when you're about to you know say something and someone else you know especially being on the podcast like this someone says something you're like. Don't forget. Don't forget. Don't that. forget. Don't forget. Don't forget. That's going to be funny or that's going to be good. Don't forget. And then it's like, all right, it's your turn. And you're like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> shit. Crap. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> all right. Now let's play the next one for real. We're getting up in the morning. We're going out to Seminole Forest. We're going to do a small game hunt, shoot some squirrels. Make some squirrel skin koozies. That's never happened. Yes, sir. I think I'm going to save the brains just to try to brain tan one. Never happened either. A few moments later. Different story, different day. That'll be another podcast after we have some squirrel stuff. Make some squirrel. Squirrel. Squirrel and gravy. Squirrel can koozies. Yes, sir. Fried squirrel. Mm. (laughs) Sounds like that. Sounds like Forrest Gump. Fries, squirrel, squirrels and gravy, squirrel and eggs. Rice. <laughs> hey, that's what, that's what happens. You put you put two country boys together and they start drinking. What are they thinking about? Besides maybe some, you know, maybe some, you know, mm, but Fry, frying something, frying something, <laughs> yeah. something fried, especially a damn squirrel. That's how that's how pickles, hey, I, that's I how guess, pickles got fried. I guess it's gonna be <laughs> you aren't shitting. It's gonna be a squirrel either way. <laughs> What we got in the refrigerator? Some pickles. pickles. <laughs> How, you fry them up, fry them. How you reckon they taste when you fry them? <laughs> I take them in a mouse. We have this fry daddy and a little, I don't know, man, like 10 bucks from Walmart. They don't hold much oil. But if you're only feeding one or two people, man, like so easy to use. Then you got all the oil and you're like, well, I'm sure I'm going to fry something in a day or two. Well, damn straight you will, man. It's like, oh, what are we going to cook? Well, you got fish or you got steak, you got chicken, you got vegetables. It's like, all right, man. <laughs> It's done in two minutes and you're eating. Frying you brought, is awesome. You brought that thing Fried on the uh, on the canoe trip, didn't you? Oh yeah, man. Yeah, they, I thought it killed it, but then I took it apart, resurrected it, got the soldering iron out, and it's back up and running. Second, <laughs> second generation. There you go. <laughs> and, and that's that's another thing. You think about it. You can fry anything, literally. I mean, man, you can hell, deep fry turtle. Oak, yeah, I mean, you can fry vegetables. Yeah, fry okra, fried okra is you one of had, my favorite things to eat. You ever, ever had you ever had a deep fried ear of corn? Yes, no breading, just fantastic. right in the fryer. Yep. What is it? It's called something. Oh, I don't know. Deep fried corn. Deep no, fried that's corn. what I called it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, uh, something Arcana, isn't it? Isn't that what they call Tex- it? My Ar- uncle, that's what my, yeah, Texarkana Tex- corn. corn. That's yeah. what they call it. That's what my uncle calls yeah. it anyway. I don't know if he's, he might be full of shit. That's but. why I'm good at Jeopardy. <laughs> I, I ain't never heard That's, that's why you're good, good at Jeopardy. Jeopardy. I just <laughs> guessed. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Years ago, I was a assistant scoutmaster at the World Jamboree in Japan. And this international food day. And the kids, our scouts originally were doing s'mores to represent the United States. The thing wears out. And they've been, because it's chocolate and marshmallows, that, they blew through those in like the first 20 minutes of the whole it's three hour festival. So what they do, they fired up the oil and put up a sign that says, if you bring it, we'll fry it. <laughs> Welcome America. to America. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they did, man. You had Asian guys bringing all kinds of stuff that I still don't know what it was. This gelatinous stuff that was basically scraped out of the bottom of a bait bucket. They fried that, and then it's Oreos like got fish. fried. So a whole bunch of candy bars got fried. Fried Crickets California got fried. Oh, man. Just, oh. Oh, 
fried they Oreos. They fried everything. Man. You remember fried making Oreos. you were making yeah. fried Oreos. So we spent the entire day in the sun building a daggum dock. Get back to the house. Slightly hung over before we ever went to bed because we've been drinking all day. Trying to avoid getting bear caught. Some of us was already hung over when we started. You well, <laughs> <laughs> We intended to take that original 24-pack of Natter Days with us. I had to go get four. Yep. <laughs> uh, but, man, and then we got back to the house. I'm like, y'all boys go to Walmart. Get you some, get this, uh, so get get Pedialyte and uh, coconut water. Like, what's that for, dude? I made that Pedialyte coconut water mix us and drink that. Did that not, did that not rejuvenate? It's like taking a daggum yeah. IV, son. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. Pedialyte's good, man. It mix it. When you're really dehydrated, mix it with coconut water. Really? Yeah, cut mm-hmm. it half and half over a glass of ice. Dude, that's, that right uh, there will rejuvenate you. Throw a little vodka in there. I was going to say, with vodka. <laughs> 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 I get my you wheel, right. Like you said, my yeah. wheels were turning. I didn't want to put too much, cl- too much clutch in it. I, you know. hey, I tell you, that's... Uh, Speaking of that, my cousin Jasper Barker, he'll listen to this, so that's why I throw him out there. But he sent me a Snapchat yesterday while I'm at work. It's probably like it might be noon, yeah, at the latest. And he's like, "Got to be hydrated for work tomorrow." I guess they sent him home early or something. And he's got a Pedialyte, and he's like, "Tuk tuk 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 tuk," a big old Yeti cup. He's like, "Got to stay hydrated." He's a lineman, so. He does have to stay hydrated, but hey, the next thing you see is this giant bottle of vodka on top of it. That's immediately made me think of that the other day. I was dying laughing. I'm like, I'm at work. I told my coworker, was it yesterday? Yeah, yesterday. I said, hey, don't expect much from me Friday morning. He said, why? I said, I got a podcast Thursday night and two bottles of whiskey in the studio. He should have just gave you the day. Yeah. <laughs> he said, yeah, okay, I'll check in with you about 11 o'clock. I said, that's probably a good idea. That's, re- that's respectable. That, that, that's when I've had enough AC in the cab of the truck. I might get out and do something then. <laughs> it's one of those days where you get out and you're like, man, that's me? <laughs> Is that me that smells like that? Dude, Lord. I tell you. Like a damn it's, brewery. It's been so goddamn humid down here. I've been sitting in my truck going, yeah, mm-hmm. I need a shower, but more than I need a shower, I need to wash that damn safety vest. I can smell it from here. <laughs> yeah, you remember those mornings in the military when you get in, you know, formation do PT, and it's like, oh my god, it's like you're in a honky tonk, making <laughs> <laughs> cigarette smell, just like her. You're like, oh, nobody's gonna make it today. I've been there. Everybody does. <laughs> oh man, now I gotta tell you, Jay. Uh, let me tell you. I tell everybody, you know. You know how me and Tyke became such good friends? Yeah, there's a little chuckle. <laughs> there's there. a little chuckle there, it was. <laughs> so I remember. Yeah, I know you remember. <laughs> Cost you how much? <laughs> About three hundred bucks? About three hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah three hundred and twenty five dollars. But so, <clears throat> as he tells the story, remember, I paid him for our friendship. <laughs> <laughs> We've been great. We've been best friends ever since. Now, but, and the longer we're friends, the less money he made on that transaction. That's right. Sure. <laughs> he uh, he was over drinking at, a, at at my neighbor's house, which is also a guy we worked with. I lived on post at the time, and uh, he rode a Barbie Jeep. It was a Barbie Jeep, yes, sir. Barbie two Jeep of us. over to my house. Yeah, two of two two yeah. guys in a Barbie Jeep. 
Two guys in a barber jeep. Two guys in a barber jeep. And Nate walked. Did you, did you, were you in the barber jeep? Nate walked. Yeah, he was in, no, I was not. Tyke okay. and somebody else were in the Barbie Jeep. And this was like over. a Johnny Depp You must have been like way skinnier. <laughs> it was, it was uh, <laughs> yeah, someone Sarge jumped in the Barbie Jeep. Main Hearn. You're breaking up. Hang on. Jumped in the Barbie Jeep. It was me, Sark Kern. Climbed in the Barbie Jeep to go for a ride. And they rode over to my house, which was maybe 60 yards away. Was I already shooting my bow? I feel like I was. Ah. And that's what, I had it out for some reason. I, I know, I convinced you to bring it out. Oh, okay. Okay, you convinced me to bring it out. And uh, at that point, uh, I want to say, did did somebody else draw it back before you did? Nope. No? So, Tyke takes it, draws it back, dry fires my Bowtech Assassin. Mm. Snap the string, bent both the cams. Real, he goes. I'll fix that. <laughs> Negative. And he did. He did. We took it down to a pro shop, and he he paid to have it fixed. So it cost three twenty five. Two cams and new string and cables. So how long? How long ago was that? Oh man, that was uh two thousand and thirteen, maybe. Right there, yeah. I, right I'd there say that was time. a solid return on investment if you're still buddies. Oh yeah, no three twenty five for what ten years? Yeah, we Almost. we've been we've been we've been uh, pretty close at, since, ever since then. It's pretty solid. We worked side by side in an arms room for uh, what six months, six eight months, and then uh, that was long. we're uh, probably in there fifteen months, something like that. That's over a year, and then uh, I still talk to Tyke on the phone probably. Once a week, once every other week, something like that. What did y'all do to get stuck in the arms room? Y'all had to fuck <laughs> up. <that. laughs> we were on a rear rear D. Tyke was the I fuck was, up. Yeah. yeah, I was a fuck up. I was ETSing. I was such a fuck up that I was able to uh, organize the arms room into division standards before they were actually implemented three months later. And after that, we never had to deal with anything ever again. It was the most gravy cakewalk arms room ever. Now, we were on rear D, and he needed an assistant armorer. And I already hung out with him a little bit here and there. And they're like, who wants to be his assistant? I was like, I'll do it. I'll sit in there and bullshit with him all day. Well, that led to me being in an arms room for quite a while because I learned from Tyke how to keep it very, very clean and neat and organized in a very simple manner. And uh, I ended up fixing... Charlie, Alpha, and HHT's arms room, making it pass well beyond division standards. Like it, it was to a point where it was so perfectly neat and clean for so often that when the division inspector came in, he walks in the door and he goes, "Oh, it's you. Yeah, let me see this. Right, yeah, you're good. Hundred percent. Walk out because they just needed set a standard. They knew, but that's how our friendship started. He dry fired the shit out of my bow. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's how a lot of my friendship would end. <laughs> because I'd be like, hold on a second. Good Lord. Just like Bye. that, you are out of the clue. Yeah. Hey, I'm telling you. Well, it was more the fact that uh, Tyke uh, 
paid to have it fixed. fixed. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that's yeah, a big. Yeah. That's a big part of that. Oh, I thought you were gonna say it was a solid because he rode up on a Barbie Jeep. I just... <laughs> he also like, rode like... away on the same Barbie Jeep, <laughs> and then we proceeded to go. I followed them back to that garage, and we got pretty plastered that night. Will was like, well, that's the first and last time that I follow a Barbie Jeep <laughs> anywhere. <laughs> Note you know, to that, is, that is pretty you solid, though, because oh, I'm sorry about that tight ketamine step on you. I'm giving you a compliment. You know, kinds of people come over and break stuff and say, oh, oh I'm going to pay for that. Yeah, right. Right. And they never do. Like one time I broke Briar's truck and said I'd pay for it. Oh, yeah. I haven't paid for that yet either. But you ain't got me the bill. <laughs> <laughs> now he just put it's a whole gone. new bumper on there. What? I. T- I you hadn't paid. You walked right by it. Well, how much do I owe you, man? So I anyway, don't even know. I even looked it up. Anyway, but yeah, it's like people say they can do this stuff all the time. But then when actually the guy shows up and you don't have to like chase him down or, or browbeat him about like, are you going to pay for the stuff that you broke? I mean, right there, that just tells you. That's like you put that human being on a whole other level. Yeah. We were just we talking, just about, talked about this right before we started this podcast. Yeah. We we literally rode down to the pro shop together. In the Jeep. In the Barbie Jeep. In the Barbie Jeep. <laughs> <laughs> I had a pickup truck at that time, right? I didn't still have my Jeep, did I? No, I had my truck. It was a white pickup truck. Yeah. No, we yeah. just use a Barbie Jeep for neighborhood excursions. <laughs> no access to a golf cart. Barbie Jeep will work. Yeah, you probably would have gotten in trouble with the MPs. You drove a golf cart around there. Probably. probably. Yeah, Barbie Jeep. But we yeah. take that thing to the PX or shop at and buy beer and Hell put it yeah. in the back. <laughs> Case of it right in the back of a Barbie Jeep. Awesome. What kind of range you got in a Barbie Jeep? <laughs> we'd go to the shop at make it back kind of almost we'd have to carry maybe the last hundred yards all right you guys ready for the next one yeah yeah i guess wait <laughs> we'll throw it out there you know hey briar is a single man <laughs> looking for a nice lady oh i hope it wasn't this one yeah call it a podcast baby <laughs> blind day hey you know what he's ugly as shit but he stands to make a decent amount of money one day so hey <laughs> i mean i don't i don't make bad money now no He's got a nice truck, kind of, when it's clean. When it's clean? On the inside. I need to clean that joker out. Yeah. <laughs> no Bad. shit. I mean, I it's mean, not a lot, lot of trash. It's a lot, a lot of, of junk. junk. Not a lot of trash, just a lot of junk. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we're getting up in the morning. So when I was listening to this, my wife was in the car. We listened to it on the, on the way back from the airport today. And first thing I don't she's like, oh, why do they say such things about poor Briar? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, well, you know, like, the good news is, is Briar's had this renaissance now. Ever since he got his eyes fixed, you know, it's like now he like trims the beard up a little bit. It ain't been hair, trimmed in a while. cut. Yeah, you are looking a little scruffy, but right after that, man, you were definitely going for GQ Briar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and all of a sudden, there's ladies in his life all the time. Like, it all worked out, honey. Don't worry about it. But she really doesn't, she doesn't appreciate that that's, men just don't call other men handsome. It doesn't matter if the guy's dressed in a tux, just came out of the barbershop looking like a million bucks, he's still an ugly piece of shit. It's just the way it is. <laughs> Otherwise, you know, there's some, there's some latent homo in there. Now, I want to point out words of Briars that will soon become famous. Now, in that. all right. When we are, <clears throat> I'm going to have to preface this a little bit because when we did the original one after the podcast this all came about right what we're fixing to talk about now briar says in that in that right there that it's not 
what was it? Not trash. It's, it's, it's just not a lot of junk. trash. It's just mostly junk. Junk. <laughs> junk. Tyke. We talked about Tyke. What's the difference between junk and trash? Trash and what? Junk, <laughs> junk, junk and trash. <laughs> do, do, you did a whole do I, dissertation do I need, on it. Listen, right there's a three-page white paper in my hand called Junk Science about the difference between junk, garbage, and trash. Okay, so we'll, I'll, I will preface this by saying... You were nine I, beers deep. Nine beers deep when this got brought up last time. Nine? Yes, I had, I had nine <laughs> beers. At, at that point. Uh, at that... Right. However, Bill asked me what the difference between junk and trash was. And so I'm sure I went on some incoherent rambling whilst I was drunk and provided an answer that made absolutely no sense until he said, how many beers have you had? I said, nine. The pause was so, a lot longer than that while he counted all. It was a lot longer. This is why I can't he- make this is why we need video. Will just handed me the junks. There's mathematical equations the on this. Math- <laughs> but listen, Jim, not only is there mathematical equations, but the math checks out. Yeah, the math works in that. So that's, I spent that's extremely impressive. I'll just go I spent about break. four hours this week putting that together. Um, and yeah, that was the idea just to uh, help explain. To any individuals who might have heard me tell tales in the past, I'd tell you a copy. Yeah, this is awesome. At a point yeah. where the cost is divided by the quotient, which is equal to zero, <laughs> and since no integer can be divided by zero, this item would be considered trash. I.e., liberal arts degree, <laughs> high school <laughs> English teachers, ex-wives, and dogs that run opossums, skunks, etc. <laughs> Hang on. Read true value. <laughs> the definition. Of, <laughs> once true value has been reached. Is this the part I read or the, or the yeah, top d- line? D- so once true value has been reached, the usefulness of an item will begin to drop. Needfully, the length of time between maximum value and a sum zero value will change based upon price, quantity, and intended, lo- intended longevity of the item or usefulness quotient. The usefulness quotient is price divided by quotient. Oh, oh, well, sorry, price divided by quotient. I'm actually trying to figure this stuff out as I read it. <laughs> anyway. Price price divided by quality times time. Got it. Quality times time. It's not quotient. So we'll use a chainsaw for our initial example. While sitting on the shelf in a store, a chainsaw has a high monetary value and a usefulness of absolute zero. After purchase, the monetary value drops and the usefulness will start to increase. That's very. Uh, now read the the true value is an acronym. The right user. Oof, the right user initially okay. amplifies, which is L, elevated usefulness. The right <laughs> user initially. Eventually, eventually, I think this is too complicated for that Lake County man. Listen, hey, Lake County English, remember, English teacher, what the hell is Lake County English? Bushily, 
Listen, well, man, I'm a fairly well-read man, but I don't think I've ever run across the word eventually. All right, hang on. Let me read it to you. As opposed yeah, to eventually? I do, yeah, oh yeah. I just sprinkle redneck in there to make my uh, acronym. <laughs> All right. So true value, T-R-U-V-A-L-U, is the right user eventually amplifies elevated usefulness. <laughs> That's some hillbilly shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's exactly what that is. I love it. In the graph, all right, is a sine wave. Yeah. <laughs> Let me see this. So it passes in and out of usefulness depending on modal factors, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. My goodness, that is an AC Hang on, let me, see, let me see it back real quick. Hang on. Garbage. What is zone on that? Let me see it. So, let me tell you here. Where was it at? <sighs> Tyke, that, that's, now, that's your original work? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, the yeah, author's yeah. not Tyke. Okay. Hey, <laughs> I'm taking, I'm, I'm taking uh, credit for the fact that uh, – because I did say this when you get to uh, where was it at uh, the ex-wives Eng- uh, liberal arts degrees high school English teachers ex-wives and dogs that run possums skunks etc that was all me uh, we were on the phone when he wrote this wow <laughs> uh, but the uh, so listen to this alright junk is considered an item which the original owner has decided is not worth maintaining monetarily beyond the purchase of a new item, but which still be usable by a capable person, the arc of degradation continues at a consistent rate until the point at which it will be will be declared garbage. Every person knows that a garbage goes in a can, not a can't. <laughs> that needs to be framed this needs- and put in this... Can, There's a reason I printed this out. All okay. right, there, okay. I, I want a copy of that. Yes, I'm not editing a little bit. Redneck's house in the planet. Is there? We need to have a link or something for this. That's a wiki. That's a wiki uh, link for sure. I'll, I'll put it up there. It wiki needs to go link up there. <laughs> Wikipedia link. <laughs> got to be a way to do a YouTube video. We got. We got to. Oh, Tyke working is on. working on a YouTube video. That's Some, why he has a goatee now instead of a instead of a full beard. Come tomorrow. It's going the mustache. Mm. Oh, there's going to be a great redneck video for this. You just, I'm looking forward to it. We need to plug the channel and everything so everyone can tune in. Oh, it's going on our. It'll be it'll be the first ever video to air on the Underpressure Outdoors YouTube channel. It's going to be fantastic. Yeah, it's, it's going really viral. Exciting. I'm looking forward to it. It's going viral. If, that's, if that is the script, it's going to be solid. Oh yeah, there's no doubt. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the basis for. It. I don't know I what he's wait. cooking Listen. over there. Just wait till you till you uh introduce uh was it was it a, a wind windboat Dan? Windboat Dan's gonna be there. Windboat Dan into the video. That's gonna be great. Who's windboat Dan? Who is windboat Dan? All right, so Dan is is Tyke's neighbor, and we were talking on the phone one night, and 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 uh, Dan was like, "Well, y'all y'all go out on them damn uh, what what are they called uh, uh wind boats?" I said. Stop You mean an airboat? Stop <laughs> <it>. <laughs> Not a blowboat. Nothing. A windboat. <laughs> technically is correct. Yeah. I mean, so is a sailboat's a windboat too, though. Yeah. yeah. Blowboat. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, so the junk sci the junk science is a three page white paper, uh, which I will put on the Underpressure Outdoors page uh, for all to read because it is very very informative read, Jim. If, if you want to look at this, there there are three pages. 
there's some serious information in there. And I will email it to all of you if you'd like that to is see it. Absolutely. Three pages of gold right there. Yeah. And the fact that it all makes sense is is the best part about it. That's or the worst part. <laughs> and this all stems from the fact that uh, that Tyke has a lot of correct me if I'm wrong, junk is the right term for that, correct? Oh, junk, yes. The things you get from yeah, prior. The, the was the junk depository. <laughs> yes. Yes, the junk <laughs> depository. That's where uh, people who do not want to uh, have to deal with a yard sale take their junk for other people to collect. Uh, you might know it as a landfill or a dump, <laughs> but that's where most of my best items come from. And as Tyke states in the white paper, they have a great return policy. <laughs> oh, that's funny. How many chainsaws have you got from the, the landfill? No, the, question, the question is, how many have you returned? Yeah. <laughs> Two. Do you return? How many have you got from there? Five. <laughs> What's crazy is how many of those chainsaws that you got from there basically just needed to have uh, the air filter and the spark plug replaced and were pretty much rock solid, ready to rock on after that. A new pull cord. Go with every chainsaw that I got from the dump needed either just a new pull cord or fuel put in it. Fuel. I yeah. know what's wrong with it. <laughs> Ain't got no gas. <laughs> Ain't got no gas in it. Mm-hmm. Don't think about killing you. Uh, so one had a bit, and uh, I just it just started, so I changed the bar. Uh, and then I got two that had the pull cord was broke, so I just got one from the dump out of a weed eater and put it in the chainsaw. <laughs> Uh, they, I re, I ended up rebuilding the carb, which cost me like twelve dollars or something like that to rebuild the carburetors. But yeah, oh, they're out there. They're in the arsenal, ready to go. Innovation. The man's got a daggone Volkswagen Rabbit. You got a, you got out of a, what a, a farmer's yard. Yeah. How much you it pay for that? It was free. Free. Yeah. yeah it's it diesel, free. isn't it? I had, oh, it's a, yeah, it's a diesel. It's a one five four cylinder diesel. And I all I did was take the fuel filter off and put transmission fluid in it, and then it started. Sat in a field for twenty years. That makes complete sense. I'm tracking. <laughs> so that's sitting out there. I got now. I'm gonna actually dig into it after doing some research on those things. I found out that those old diesel rabbits, even not running, they want four grand for those things that's like the 1.5 turbo from way back in like the 80s or something when they made those i know that's when they started oh, yeah. making them it's not a turbo it's just a 1.5 1. 5. but one one sixes were turbos getting into the weeds now yeah, yeah. no oh, yeah let's try for the next one the next one it's not cheap i'm gonna i'm gonna look it up because <laughs> i think a case of ball ball shot shells a case is about two hundred bucks. It's like three hundred now, somewhere around there. It, That'd I mean, be about a dollar around. Dollar shell, three hundred. Well, I mean, it's, it might be upwards of that. I'm gonna look it up. Give her a Google. Break all shot shells. All <laughs> shot shells. Excuse the website. 
So yes. we're here. I'm of age to buy shotgun shells. I've been <laughs> Isn't that pitiful? That. Yeah. That's bad. That's we are. So we're here at this podcast. We're here to do things on a budget. Um, Shop shot shells. Doesn't necessarily mean <laughs> cheap. <laughs> but it means inexpensive. Well, at the same time, there, there comes a time where sometimes it's worth it to save up and spend the money. Oh, absolutely. Every, okay, here we go. Three inch, ounce and a half, number fours, shooting at thirteen fifty. Biz pulling the crabs. What's wait, that? wait, wait, wait. Yeah, this is. Hang on. Well, I'm reading. This might be plated business. Copper, uh, copper plated. Actually, they don't have these in stock, so it's not giving me a price. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna. That's it. <clears throat> All that the, the long go. drawn out. Wait for it. Wait for it. Wait, wait, wait. for it. I the got, suspense is killing me. I got nothing. No, <laughs> stop. Yeah, literally, I got nothing. <laughs> if we're gonna keep doing this, you gotta hand me some of that brown liquor down there. Which one you want? The the browner of the brown browner. liquors. The browner of the brown. That's the sweeter of the two. Yes. Oh, really? Yeah, that's the slow and low, right? Oh, yeah. Right, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, it's uh, slow and low is kind of like an old-fashioned in a bottle. Oh, I'll take a glass and some and ice. We got the, some of that, The ice is in the, uh, the cup the ice with, left the, uh, with the mahi on it. Well, oh, yeah, nice. maybe something. Just dig well, your Will, you, put me on the, you put me on the old-fashioned, right? Yeah. I go on that trip to Wyoming. I have a huckleberry-infused old-fashioned <sighs> right there in Jackson Hole, <laughs> and I'll tell you that. Make you want to smack your mama right in the mouth. Boy, that, that thing was good. Did you kill anything while you were there? Or were you hunting or what? No. No. I, wasn't hunting. I, w- I can't afford nothing like that. So so me and the wife went up to uh, Savannah uh, for our 10-year wedding anniversary, like uh, beginning of this month. Well, the, the 19th of June was our, our 10-year wedding anniversary. Congratulations. So we wandered up there for uh, four days. And uh, I had an old-fashioned at the hotel. Absolute garbage. But I had an old-fashioned at the... Um, here goes that long pause again. Where He's my, thinking. The wheels are turning. Yeah. Can you see the smoke coming out? The, the, prohibition, the Prohibition Museum. All right, so you go through the whole Prohibition Museum in Savannah. If you have ever go to Savannah, I'd And then they give you an old-fashioned at the end? No. So you, <laughs> at one point, you walk into like an old speakeasy. Mm. And you can buy a tour that comes with a drink off the like the drink menu that you can with that comes with the tour. Now the old fashioned is not on there, but I had my drink off the drink menu and it was great. Then I went back and got an old fashioned. That sucker was, was good. good. Yeah, yeah. Last time I was in Savannah, I had a um, a Detroit steamer. Y'all ever had one of those? Is that, that where you got arrested I've been at some point? Yeah. Did you, did you like shit on the sidewalk or something? <laughs> I was like bedroom stuff. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to get I don't want to get edited out, so I'm gonna quit. <laughs> yeah, that was when you were stationary with the 75th Ranger. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Love those Detroit steamers, baby. Sounds like it should come with a donkey punch. <laughs> yeah. It's a donkey kick. Oh man! But that long, that long pause. Wait for it. Wait for it. Nothing. Nothing. 
Yeah, they didn't make you pay for that when it happened. So sometimes they get stage right, you know. <laughs> <laughs> what's the uh, what's the cost of what's the cost of bo- the ball shot shells now, Briar? Look it up. What you got? Get the know. old. Last time I looked, it was three hundred bucks. I got nothing. Live, live Google machining. Here we go. We gonna do it again. <laughs> it's a race. Now, right, we're look, look, the uh, machine. This is the third time. There was the original one that he just played. Then there was the one, the first recording of this that I did it again, and I, I think they were they might have been in stock the second time. Mm. Oh yeah, y'all gonna wait in silence too? No, we're going. Well, you know, last year I priced it out to figure out you had to throw, you had to buy enough supplies to reload a thousand rounds. If you had a thousand rounds, you could be shooting just bismuth with the 6% tin at the same cost that you could buy from Boss, which really isn't bad because they got competitive advantage in terms of scale and stuff. Plus that copper plating means you're actually shooting less bismuth, right? So you're shooting a little... Well, it's heavier too. Yeah, it's denser. Yeah, right. So, but if the cost has gone up, and I didn't, I didn't pull the trigger on it, right? Man, if the cost has gone up thirty percent, I don't feel like an idiot, right? Because then, if you'd bought it last year at last year's prices and you're reloading, if costs have gone up thirty percent, then you're smoking it, man. All, all I want to say is, uh, I mean, I shoot pretty much steel, and at least you know, steel's not radioactive. I ain't shooting steel. Okay. Bismuth is radioactive. Three inch. I don't care. Yeah, it's all right. Three inch, ounce and a half, number fours, $325 per case. Glad I bought a case last year. That's what I'm saying. I've still got shells from last year. Less than I planned on having because somebody forgot their shells at the camp or in the Ranger. Uh, wonder who that was. Hunter. <laughs> I didn't leave shit in the Ranger. I didn't even bring shells. <laughs> They were in my backpack in the camp, but <laughs> they were not in the ranger. But uh, no, that was that I was, bought. I bought two boxes last year, thinking I was almost out, but I still had two boxes left. So I got I got plenty of shells. I have to go through them again and see how many I got now at the end of the year. We're at, we're at that that last duck hunt of the season up there in Georgia, and it was the second day. It was the second morning. The second morning, morning I didn't have my neon green headlamp on. Yeah, and <laughs> let me tell you, you know I got a I we gotta, had. Oh, sorry. How much is two two three going for right now? Or five five six? I should say. Oh, I don't know. I didn't look those up. Cause I bought a bunch. Am I the only one with a Google machine or something? I bet it's over for, for how much? Like what a, a case? Oh, I, I don't know. I can look it up. Let me is see. Ammo seek. I think when I oh, bought I mine, um, right after this uh, election, last election, I bought twelve hundred rounds, and it was like. Fourteen hundred bucks. Oh man, I got some pre-Obama. I got, I got murdered. Five five on. six. I, dude, I, I thought forget we were going the to stock war. market, man. A thousand rounds. <laughs> buying ammo. A thousand rounds. It never goes out of style. It just keeps going up in price. A thousand rounds of five five six fifty five green from bulkammo.com is four hundred and ninety five dollars. Is that 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 That's, Russian steel garbage? That no, it's just regular old fifty five grain tall ammo. It's still garbage. Yeah, but what you getting Lake City for though? Lake City ain't for five hundred bucks. Or yeah, but here's the thing with Lake City. Lake City, you can't. It's very difficult to reload. Should have Lake City should have stamp uh, crimp primers. Probably does. I'm just talking about having it. Yeah. I mean, I, I've got I got twenty two since before Obama was president. 
Dude, I got 45 ball ammo goes back to Kennedy. I got- <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. So, uh, yeah. He says, I got 45 ball ammo they had on the grassy knoll. So. <laughs> <laughs> that was before my time, but yeah, I inherited some. Anyway. But no. It, I, but it is, man. Ammo, it's like, I, but I can't bring myself to sell it because it. Why would you sell it? Yeah. Exactly. It's like, I'd feel like if I sold it, that I was somehow depriving a future generation or, or also possibly potentially reducing my own family security. And I'm not really that guy. Right. But a, at this point, I have a hard time going out and shooting it. Yeah. That's tough. Yeah. And I'm telling you right now, it's hard to sell it because you might need it. Yeah. yeah. That's, <laughs> that's the world we live in. Yeah. Have it on hand. But. I shouldn't be telling people that because when the apocalypse comes, everybody's like, where's that guy jumping? Yeah. <laughs> Tell you says, what, you come and get it, you're gonna be ducking. Yeah. Pull up. Because <laughs> <laughs> by the way, it probably won't be there. I'll be one of the first guys gone. Yeah, I'll give so. you one round. That's it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Pull up yeah. Onyx. Find Jim Hazley. <laughs> yeah. Just oh make man. More. Go ahead, Tyke. I said I'd just make more. Yeah, Tyke's <laughs> over there just cranking him out. You see all his stuff in the background back there. He's over guys reloading shop and all that stuff. Tyke's a gunsmith. Yeah, I need to probably go take some school from Tyke. I like to reload, but you know, unless you're really doing it and get your stuff dialed in, as soon as you pause and like you, you go back and if you've changed out your dies at all, it's ah shit, where am I again? It takes so long to get it back to right back to where you want it to be. Anyway, there's probably a shorter way of doing it that I've just not seen. Yeah, if you, if you keep data, right? If you, if you keep all the data, so as you're as you're doing it. I got a huge notebook just filled with pages and pages and pages. And then when I get down to the load and the seating depth and the primer and the cartridge and basically the whole thing, once that works, I go in there and just highlight the shit out of it and then that continue on. So the next time I go back to that, then it takes me one round. I know what powder I'm throwing. Uh, I know what primer I'm using. I know what my case volume needs to be. And so that's all there. That's pretty standard. All I'm doing is resetting the dies to a seating depth. And yeah. I can do that on one round. And so, yeah, I, I seat them shallow, measure, seat them a little more, a little more, a little more, walk them in on that seating depth. And then once you get that seating depth, dialed in there then then you're just running cartridges and that's if you're using you know i've got two 270s and one 270 die set so one wants a seating depth different than the other so i set it up for one load 50 80 rounds for it and then set it up for the other load 50 80 rounds for the other and then i'm good to go I don't think I've seen a 270 shoot a tighter group than your 270. Might be the shooter. No, no, he's he's literally dialed it in. He figured no, out he exactly what got it to the point where his pressures just, are consistent. He knows what what exactly how many grains of powder to throw in there to get the pressures. You mentioned case volume. In other words, you, that has to do with how high your shoulder is and a whole bunch of things. I mean, that all matters it doesn't seem like it matters but it does but you're talking a guy who's got a you got a 270 built on a mauser action right and yeah and an r700 which one of the two is more accurate the mauser that's what i thought so 
So when you go to reloading your own ammo like that, how like is it from military background? Like do you have that no. knowledge, tell, or is it right just you want to... his his old man is a match competition shooter. Okay. The Mauser action, you carve the stock yourself, correct? Yes. Yeah. Damn, that's badass. So he he built the gun from literal damn near scratch. Besides making the action himself. And I've shot the rifle and it is a uh, smooth it is a machine. Hmm. We uh, we turn the we turn the barrel. Uh the action came off of an old K98 German Mauser. Uh, the barrel was a blank. We turned it to a profile and then uh, headspaced it and then carved a stock for it, bedded it, and then I developed a load for it when I was in high school, um, which shoots pretty good. Uh, what Will's talking about is we shot Remington core locks through it and that was over the shelf ammo that uh, would shoot right, like right about 0.3 to 0.4 inches at 100. That's what I right. I have a Browning 308 and I shot core locks for years out of it and I've never I mean never shot a deer and didn't find it. Yeah, but, but shoot I mean, core locks. Versus... Listen, hold up. Full stop. Uh, core, listen, you're, Remington you're... core locks are absolute garbage. Yeah, I don't shoot them anymore. I shoot, I mean, I shoot Federals now, but I also have um, one of my dad's buddies, Nick Stucker. He um, he reloads a lot of ammo for us now, but before that, it was Federal. Man, I've, if you're shooting look, deer under 200 yards, I never Corlock sh- is fine. I've never look, shot at a deer over 150. I met yards. a guy who worked for Remington at the gun range, and he told us that Remington doesn't even test their guns with Remington ammunition. Because they're that bad. They use Federal. They use Federal Fusions. That's, that's what I shoot now. All I shoot is Fusions. I mean, across the board, except for one of my rifles, um, which is going to sound crazy, I shoot a Hell's Canyon 300 Win Mag with a fluted barrel and all that. It's, not, it's, a, it's a tag driver. And uh, I don't shoot Fusions out of it. I shoot Winchester 150s out of it. Really? I, I ran so many bullets through that gun, and those Winchesters have to just shoot good out of that thing. You know, you know what's funny? I had a, a, my 6.5 Creedmoor um, that I hunt with. I was shooting the Hornady 143-grain. Um, I can't remember what it's called. It, it's their hunting match round, right? Um, and it shot great. I mean... Literally, hole in hole, sub end of angle at 100 yards. Until I cut the barrel down to like 14 and a half inches and had the brake pinned and welded on it. Doesn't like those anymore, but it shoots the daggum horn, uh, Winchester Deer Season XPs. Lights out. Oh, we are so far off of the... Roasting podcast and going into the weeds. Unless you're the diehard, we're going to be putting people to sleep with this one. Gonna have to, <laughs> you're going to have to edit all this crap out or save it for another. Nah, it's, it's 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 going in there. We 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 it's all it, it's all right. Get us ready to go to the next one. All right, sure. this this is this is the last one. Uh, oh, I know which one. This I know it. Yeah, you know which one this is, and this is this down. Listen, 
It does. It does. Cheaper than you need to use something else other than. That's why you. Who kicked the beer can? I was a little nervous, but it kind of. Mud. I can't watch the police. You're at sun. We my dad's place now. What in the world is going on? That's not. It's the heated pump. Then I listen to chat. As far as just the scope being drunk, yeah, with a pellet gun. If you get real lucky, get one. I'm gonna feel you, and I'll be happy. I'm down to go. We're here at the end. You think? <laughs> Where's that dog? That, Where's that dog? That would be every single time we banged the microphone. Or the chair Something. that was sitting on. Good Kicked a beer Lord, can. Bro. <laughs> so I'm starting to think, hearing more and more clips from this this first podcast. I listened to it one time, but it was a while back. I feel like you made it all with it. You may or may not. Yes, I did actually. Because I I I thank goodness I didn't have to do the editing. Thank you for that. Topic. I didn't edit but, that either. I didn't have but, to do it either. <laughs> but but um, I'm sitting there thinking, man. They must have literally put the phone on the cooler. It was sitting on because arms every on time, every, every time it starts to smooth out, it's like oh, I need another beer. Let me move <laughs> that thing. Bang, 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 bang. Yeah, when we were talking about this. I'm like, I mean, it might have been what it was. Okay, so first of all, that's where that came from. Oh yeah, the first podcast where the, I cracked a beer and just one. sounded so crisp. Oh. It was like perfect. Right, like like he held it up to the microphone and did it on, but it was not. I still can't think of a better. Sound. I didn't do it on purpose. No, no, you didn't. I didn't thought. I thought you didn't even do that on purpose. No, it just it, it was just so beautiful. Yeah. yeah, it was perfect. Like you did it on purpose, but it wasn't. Way back when the first time I was on the show with BHA, because I, I was listening to all your early podcasts at that point, I, I just kind of thought that was your thing. It like it the, you'd pop at the bottom. You know, it became that after the first episode oh, because right. of that one accident that it was perfectly clear. It, it became, and that was not the only beer drank that night. It, it, <laughs> it's painfully obvious. It became that. It became that when the point when someone was like, "Hey, I didn't hear the beer pop this week," and I was like, "What do you mean? We didn't hear the beer pop." And I was like, "Oh, um, all right. I I I didn't like do it on purpose before, but now, I mean, hell, it's been incorporated into our." intro into the podcast it's yep. there yeah but we hardly ever do it now um we used to start every podcast so i know it's in the intro but we don't actually crack them open that often anymore well you know that the whole thing is putting in the intro was the fact that we got a kegerator that just sits here in the corner i was gonna say if with no keg at, in it if you look at the table i'm surprised there's not 10 of them on there. oh there's a couple <laughs> in this one yeah <laughs> but we, we I put it. i put it in the intro because i was like oh we got a kegerator now you know we're not gonna have the beer pop anymore It'll be there every week because it's in the intro. And then we had a keg and we drank it very fast. I had like three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you and Jordan are in here drinking on Monday and Tuesday and it's it's Wednesday easy to go through it's easy Sunday. to go through a homebrew keg uh when you're drinking out of twenty four ounce glasses. Yeah. 
thanks to Heartland Precision Rifle who who got us some sweet glasses for Christmas last year. Uh, and then we just piled right through that keg in a heartbeat. When you're talking about, you know, 16 ounce beers and you're drinking a beer and a half out of a 16 ounce beer. Yeah. I got them right now. I got, got me a little four for, they're gone. A little tall I'm boy. Almost, I'm almost done already. <laughs> Sheesh. But yeah, no, we, 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 you, I kind of edit out the mic bumps now, but now, you know, yeah, you see, yeah, but you see what I got here on mine? You notice that? I have the, the nice little uh, vibration dampener. I ordered one to make sure the mic would fit. I just ordered five more. Because, you know, if I do what you just did. The only reason we heard is because all the other mics are on. Yeah. Nice. Right. That's going to take, take you right out of the podcast bashing business. Yeah. When you get animated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you, you, can even do, you can even do your this. Oh, that still comes through. Because yeah, but it don't go through near as long. No, it doesn't. You hear the difference? Yeah. <laughs> let's see. Let's see how loud we can get with this right now. That's what's going on. There's a competition. Let's pull some Led Zeppelin. Yeah. Let's pull some Led Zeppelin. Oh man, but we've come a long way since we started. Oh yeah, but we also started on recording on a cell phone. Yeah. And now, recording on a cell phone, sitting wherever you can imagine, and it went from a cell phone to a cell phone with a, a a microphone plugged into the bottom of it, which that was to cut down on wind noise, because you listen to the first couple episodes, you hear, you know, it's got it's, it's kind of windy. Yeah. You hear the wind just blowing like crazy, and then you got that 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 little microphone with the dead cat on it that cuts down, which that is a technical term. It's called a dead cat, the fluffy piece on the outside of a microphone. That is correct. Yeah. Which is, I, I'm like, is it really called a dead cat? No, yeah. no, it's called a dead cat. They couldn't come up with a better name. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Not at all. And uh, it cuts down the wind noise. And then we went from that to some USB microphones into my computer. And then that lasted for a little while. And then to a pod track, uh, a Zoom pod track P4 with the microphones we have now. And now we're up to the, the pod track P8 with six of us sitting here or five of us sitting here and one guy on the computer, which again comes all through the soundboard. And I could throw another person in here on the cell phone. Yeah. And we got the soundboard with all the sweet things like. Pretty soon we're going to have to get us some talent. (laughs) All sweet. (laughs) Sounds like. I'm going to learn how to use it. Yeah. Just learn how to use it. Yeah, I, I still, I'm still working on that. But and but now we have an I, I wouldn't call it a sound deadened room because not even close. The, the only uh, sound canceling portion of this room is the door where Bell, which we mentioned earlier in this podcast, that tore up the bottom fourth of the door. Jordan still hasn't fixed. <laughs> that goes back to Jim's thing. Yeah. Oh, I'll get it fixed. Yeah, exactly. And then, you know, the rest of the room is, you know, uh, tin roof and tongue and groove wall and a, and a sheetrock wall over here. With a hole in it. That Who put that hole in there? Jordan. Mm-hmm. That he yeah. was going to fix. Yeah, hadn't done that either. But we went from that to sitting here in the, in the garage recording with a sound curtain here. Yeah. To framing up this wall, putting up drywall, ceiling, drywall, you know, wall. 
and then doing all this wall in and it's uh it's come quite a ways i will say every time oh. like every time i come here i feel like it, it's improved <clears throat> in some way shape or form whether it be the liquor bottles on the on the uh tabletop for us TVs to drink or now. tvs now we got gopros we got a little, little coyote, little tanned up coyote hanging from the wall. It's I mean, been here the whole time. It's, it's, yeah. By the end of the podcast, I don't really remember a whole lot. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where's that? I where's mean, that grouse tail that I brought in? Is that still back it's there? It's right behind, behind you. you. Oh. Yep. Up there on the on the gun rack. Got a oh, vin- vintage Budweiser. Yeah. There should be a grouse over there by the turkey. There's. Uh, I don't think you brought a grouse, Jim. I got a turkey fan and and the uh, pheasant. I think you've got the. You know, I'm convinced that the, uh, the the same guy that named a dead cat for a microphone named the uh, beaver balls for string silencers. <laughs> <laughs> he just he just likes animal parts. <laughs> Reach. Oh, I went so far as we we've had Tyke on from California so much that we got him. I got him this thing headset he's wearing right now instead of trying to talk over the computer mic and uh, it's worked out pretty well yeah, we've always good. tried to improve sound quality at some point or another I mean, you've hauled this all over the place we've done a couple podcasts in other states you know yeah we alabama and it's uh i've done them in georgia Alabama. I was say, there's a whole game after, off the episode, a drinking game off that episode in uh, Georgia. The episode. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, there wasn't Georgia, <laughs> wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, was it episode 71 or 72? Yeah. I should go back and retitle that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you should. Oh, oh, that episode. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah you we go went. back and so there's an episode uh Old friends and something or other. It, it was another end of duck season episode. We had Dylan over, which Dylan was one of the original, I would say, brainchilds of the podcast. And uh, he came on with us after doing it for over a year to go duck hunt with us. And the entire time, Dylan keeps saying, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So, so dude, I laughed so hard when we were listening to that by the fire when I came up for that duck hunt. Yeah, oh, you I was uh, laughing so hard. You got to sit there, and every time Dylan says, "You know what I'm saying?" You drink a beer, take a drink. Oh, you take a yeah, drink. If you drink a whole beer, I, I don't know if you'd make it through that podcast. You won't drink. You'll drink more than a whole beer. Well, yeah, you won't. Yeah, if you drink a beer every time he says, "You know what I'm saying?" Yeah, you can kill an 18 pack with two people <clears> playing that game. That's just taking a drink. Yeah. A sip. A sip. Hunter was there. We played. Oh yeah. I and I was I was wrecked when we went to bed. I was. I, I won't I won't I am not I'm I'll just tell how it is. We've played that game more than once. I'm like again? Yeah. Someone's got to get Jordan over here out of the dirt. <laughs> oh man. But you know, we had Tycon season one. Uh, we talked building guns and shooting all that. We still need to come back at some point and talk a reloading episode. If we can fit that into one episode, I, this, uh, junk science, I think that can be an entire podcast on its own. No, oh, I don't doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> There's a three page paper right there in front of Jim about, about junk science. Yeah. <laughs> but 
You guys want to jump into the tip of the week? Yeah. We've made other things since we started. I'll, I'll lead you off. All right. I'll lead you off with a pretty, pretty comical one. All right. So we've all had that morning in the woods where uh, Mother Nature makes a call. And you don't know what it, this goes back to the baby wipes. All right. Yeah, this is going to be my tip, but go ahead. I'll, I'll, so I'll this, is, this is kind of, all right, look, you don't have the, you don't, and you realize I don't have any shit tickets and you have to use a sock, use a top half of a tube sock. <laughs> oh no. Now listen, here's a tip. Save the others, save all your singles that come out of the dryer. Cause you know, you do clothes, right? And you're like, oh, man, there's no, there's not a pair for this sock. I have a special drawer for those socks because when I go to the woods and I have a rough morning where I forgot toilet paper and I come out with a single, I come home to a new pair. <laughs> Pull that sucker out of the drawer, new pair of socks. Goodness. Briar, you said you had one earlier. What I you got? I, I remembered mine from the original recording. So to this week, I got a twofer. Um, one I'm going to use this time is I've been doing a lot of work on my boat. And a lot of people don't know this, but when you cut, drill, and grind anything with aluminum, if you put a little wax on the blade or on the grinder disc, it'll cut ten times better. Really? Yep. Hmm. It it somehow it lubricates whatever you're cutting or drilling with, and works out. Awesome. What's that? Chalk. Chalkboard chalk. Chalk does the same thing? Yep. Hmm. Never heard of chalk, but I have heard of wax. And uh, I'll go ahead and give everybody the one I used on the original recording. Don't be afraid to laugh at yourself. Oh, 100%. That's right. <laughs> that's, that's what this whole podcast was about, man. Yeah. We pick on each other all the damn time. Oh, yeah. And, you know, uh, Briar gets picked on probably more than most of us. But let me tell you, don't you ever, ever make a mistake in front of Briar. Because he will never <laughs> let you live it down. What you do. I'll also help you put the bumper on your truck. Too, yeah, so. like backing into a pine tree on your seven-day-old pickup truck. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> Still had the temp tags on it. Screwed that bumper up. But it's got a new bumper now. All right. Who wants to go next? Well, I'll tell you this. Being in the outdoor industry for a number of years now, um, what I can tell you, my, my advice is to, if you want to do it, bury yourself in it and do it. And it's just like this podcast right here. You, know? you get better as you go, you meet people, and you can make it happen for yourself. I'll add on to that a little bit. It's not really my tip of the week, but you're absolutely right that a lot of people think, well, I'm waiting for the right motivation. I don't understand that's not how, that's not how human beings are conditioned. Mm-mm. We gain motivation through action, not action through motivation. Right? You first have to act, then you start to become motivated. They'll act more. But that's one of the things we talk about in conservation work all the time. Everybody's always like, oh, this needs to happen. And, you know, things get big. But they never take the first step. They never just say, okay, they don't put a date in the calendar. They don't make a phone call to a buddy. And next thing you know, another year passes, right? Got to take action to get motivated. How long do we kick around those duck boxes until we finally went out and got? Oh, God. Once we got to start getting supplies, it was boom, done. Yeah. Right? Action. Yep. 
and you get into it and you think, man, I can never learn this. I can't do this. But the more you bury yourself in it, the more you learn. You're good to go. As yep. Jay jumps up for the podcast earlier to go take a call from Guggen Squad. Yeah, no big deal. <laughs> yeah. No big deal. No big deal. Yeah, it's no big deal. Hunter, Tyke, who wants to go next? Oh, I got I got a little two for two. So I'll say first things first is when you have the opportunity to do something that takes you outside of your comfort zone, take it 100%. Do not, don't get stagnant in life. These guys here hit me up and asked me to jump on a podcast a, over a year ago. It just came over a year on Facebook and I jumped on it and now I got a whole group of buddies out of it. Second thing, it might be an old school value and I'm not exactly an old dude, but um, something my dad and we talked about tonight. If you're going to give somebody your word, make sure that you pull through on your word. I know that's one of those things. It's like, yeah, oh, that's a given. You know, uh, as, good name as, is be is to be more desired than great riches or gold. You know, especially as Orange a, County education again. As yeah. as a, as a, you know, country boy, it's kind of bred into if you've if you've done it the right way you know what i mean like my dad would my dad have my ass if i told somebody i was going to do something didn't do it but it's one of those things make sure that you're doing you know and your kids that happens all the time people say they're going to do something that doesn't happen and everybody just kind of blows it off by the time you're in your 20s it starts to become annoying by the time you're in your 30s you're starting to like say all right that guy's a little bit man by the time you're 50 if the guy says he ain't going to do something or says he's going to do something, he doesn't come through it's like you just want to clean take his head off well, right, it's like you're like, what do you mean? A, I'm you said you'd be there. Right? It's like, but the whole thing of the whole thing of like owning up to your word is is not necessarily always saying, yeah, I'm going to do it, and then following through with it, but knowing when to say, I I can't I can't do that. Yeah, yeah. and sometimes the words don't have to be said. Sometimes right. you don't have to say it. It's more of an action than it is a word. Right. You know what I mean? But like I've lost I I got friends that I was friends with for ten years. Now I'm like I can't trust the guy as far as I can throw him. Yeah. But the, what I'm saying is that that comes to the point where somebody says, "Hey man, can you do this for me?" And you say, "You know what, dude? I am super busy. I wish I could help you, but I can't." Yeah, because you're a man of your word. You're right. not going to yeah, tell if, him if, something that's false, like false right. hope. If more people would do that right there, it'd be a lot easier. You know, in the world that we live in, the outdoor industry. But you got guys that will not go. Hey man, I, I just can't do that. And they know when you ask them, they can't do it. Well, you know, and you quickly delineate between the people that are consistent excuse makers because they're lazy. Because the consistent excuse maker tells you you can't do it and then goes into a 45-minute dissertation as to why. The guy that's really busy can't do it. He's like, man, my plate's full. I just can't make that. I'm sorry. Yeah, because he doesn't. And that's all I got to say. Because you you also know by his body of work that dude's busy. He doesn't have to, you know, prove himself to you because at that point you've already proved yourself to him at some point. Yeah, we, yeah. we were just talking about this yep. before the podcast started. You know, it's just and you, you know what? I make I might make fun of Briar to the day, for the day as long. <laughs> but I can tell you that is one of the, the the things that I absolutely admire about Briar is that I can say, Hey man, can you can you help me with this? And if he can, he he will say yes. But if he can't, he will not say yes. He will tell me no. <laughs> no, it's interesting about Brad. Like, and that's okay. Like, we're good. It's all real props to him. He'll tell you no, but here's the beauty thing. So you accept it's no and you're off the hook. But then if something in his life changes, he'll call you back and say, hey, I, I said I wasn't going to, now I can't. And, he, and he'll 
come. Where yeah. a lot of people are like all of a sudden they're they know you need help, but they really did have a legit reason they couldn't come. That then after they decommit, evaporates. A lot of people just take. Oh, I already said I wasn't going. Now I got a free day. I don't That's the same thing. It's and Briar doesn't. Like, Briar shows up. It's awesome. That's something you guys like. Sid Curtis yep. and um, Cameron Gordon and you know we have a whole list of guys. You know that when the hard stuff comes to get done, Al Silvano, man. Yeah, if it ain't Al, hard, you don't show up. Exactly. They're either going to tell you they're going to be there and they're going to be there, or they're going to tell you they're not. And if they can, after they told you not, they're still going to be there. Yeah, I'd say if, if we, uh, there's probably 10 guys that if all 10 of them tell you no, you could just write in that three of them are going to show up anyway. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, that's, and it's, 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 it's very a, it's honorable. A, it's a blessing. So I do have a tip of the week that even though I've been basically piping in everybody else's tip of the week, and it goes back to the reloading because there's a lot of guys love to hunt birds and they're hunting small game, and a lot of it's shotgun. And, it, and the problem with a lot of the hunting we do, shotgun-wise, especially small game, it's late in the season. So what is there not on the shelves late in the season? Ammo, right? So we talked about reloading. And I know that, um, oh, man, somebody in our sphere of influence just bought. Anyway, my advice, it's real inexpensive. Just go buy a Lee Lodal single-stage shotgun reloading press. They're very simple to use. You can buy the components. They're, they're, there are times where primers are difficult to get, but then when you buy them, you can get a thousand of them. They're not that bad. And like I said, you store them someplace cool and dry, and all they're going to do is get more valuable. But it's not just a matter of saving money. It's also when everybody else is scrambling around trying to find ammo, you just sit down in the garage in half an hour, you knock out plenty for your, you know, if you want to go out and practice skeet shooting or plenty to go out and. I mean, run a whole season of hunting in, in, in an hour at the bench. It's just, it's not that challenging. Tyke, what do you got? All right. I can't have just written a dissertation. Um, <laughs> but, and not bring it up. And I just want to say, like, I, I'm pretty sure this has been my tip a couple of times. But just because it's at the dump doesn't mean it's worthless. Keep your eyes peeled. Know what you're looking at. And when you go shopping at a junk repository, keep your eyes peeled. Know what you're looking for. So if you need a if you need a lawnmower and you're walking around the dump, and old Scott down there, he tells you, hey, the old lady dropped this off. Said it ran last time she saw it. Yeah, pick that thing up. Know what it takes. Look what goes into it. And I'll be damned if... Uh, they don't have a better return policy than Walmart. <laughs> Hang on. Before we, before we let y'all go, let me tell you about all the things in the studio that came out of dang near the literal garbage. All right. So the, the table we sit in front of, I bought for 50 bucks used to be a, a like a boat shaped conference table. I'm going to get there. In a minute. Okay. Cut it down, made it a nice uh, rectangular shaped table. We sit at now all the chairs, except for one of them, Literally came out of the trash. Office chairs. The fridge over here in the corner came out of the garbage. It still needs some work, uh, but it is what you would refer to as junk because somebody threw it away. But it still works. Just needs a little bit, of, a little bit of TLC. The kegerator I traded two deer stands for, and it works like a charm. 
It's all here. There's all kinds of stuff here. The the two two by fours that frame the wall that makes up this thing wall behind me uh, came out of a a construction dumpster. Our duck boxes. Rose recycled the PVC pipe and the rebar. Yeah. You know, um, now the cedar's not. Oh, yeah, even the the bottoms, man, that uh, thick. That's three-quarter inch ply, right? That was from heavy uh, framing out uh, concrete. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, a lot of that was just. Literal, what people would say is uh, garbage, because garbage can, not garbage can't. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) I'll post that junk science to the the Under Pressure Outdoors Facebook page, but uh, we'll catch you guys next week. Hunter. Jay, I appreciate you guys joining us this week. It's been fun uh, making fun of Under Pressure Outdoors. Yeah, yes, sir. Lots of problem. Tyke, thanks for uh, going through and curating all these uh, crazy clips from this, uh, the first episode to make what we've had here tonight. I appreciate it. Labor of love. Labor of love. Yeah, and making the, the white pages dissertation of junk science. <laughs> yeah, that was a lot of And look for us uh, in the future. We'll catch you guys next week.